0: Hey everybody, this is Dr. Drew B, and I'm here to welcome you to my podcast, Ikigai Leadership. We're going to be talking to leaders in all different industries from all different backgrounds and demographics from all over the world. And we'll be discussing topics like leadership development, culture, DEI, content creation and marketing, and all things business and entrepreneurship. If you haven't listened to the first half of this conversation, be sure to go back to the last episode and listen to that one first.
1: It's so funny. I forget that it's really a business book. (laughs) It turned into therapy and I was like, wait a minute, I'm supposed to be doing this? It's hard to do that. I guess that's the point. It's hard to do that. I can say for my business, for sure. When I do apply them, I make more money and it gets to be easier. But some days you look at people, you know, because we all deal with clients, customers. You're like, I know you're not talking to me (laughs) like that. I have to catch myself like when I apply all the work or most of the, the work, I'm like, ah. I try to look at from the other person's point of view. And I also, like with the client who called before about the podcast, I know you need a boundary. It's not you, it's me. I let you go too long without a boundary. So the book is true. You're like, oh, I got to teach you my language. Because right now we're having a foreign conversation because you're saying something, I'm shaking my head, and I'm really not agreeing with you, but I'm doing the internationalism before I understand you. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, oh no, he doesn't know that I don't want to really do this because I've been doing it the past two podcast episodes. Now I got to put a wall up in business because I don't have to have all the clients. I want to leave with some sanity so I can be positive for the other clients who we are on the same wavelength.
2: I think you're bringing up a really good point, Damon, if I, if you don't mind me interrupting. No,
1: come
0: on.
2: It, 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 that, that's what has been so hard about the tattoo shop, because we turn away more people than we tattoo. And people are going like, what are you doing? You can't do that. And it's like, no, I have really good friends now who don't have tattoos because I talked them out of a bad decision when they were out on a girl's night. And they were peer pressuring each other to go get a tattoo. And then they came to us and and I've read this book. And this book says the money doesn't matter. Like literally, this lady's about to she's a bank teller or she's maybe a real estate agent or or maybe even worse. She's like a teacher, but in a very precarious political position in the part of town she's in. she's gonna she's gonna try to get some tribal tattoo on her arm. And, and guess what? She ain't got a job Friday. And so, like, for me, you bring it back around to, yeah, we started it out with therapy, kind of, but the book being therapy. But now the book is back in how you people, knowing that there's worse things than losing a client, it'd be better to have a good client. Drew, I was curious, because you kind of started this off by surprising me, I guess I didn't do my research, but like the coaching thing kind of triggers me a little bit. Cause, cause like the guys I know in East Texas that do that, they only want my $80 a week. That that's all they want, bro. You know, like, and, and it's like after six months, you're like, man, I'm broke and my business isn't doing any better. No, And
0: and I hate those guys, (laughs) frankly. Right. Like we, Damon and I talked about this because the problem, one of the, I mean, not to get on that huge tangent, but with coaching specifically, there are a lot of things like this, a lot of professions like this, right? Where there's no real, there's certifications, but there's no real formal licensure process to become a coach. Right. And that's the same thing with social media managers, right? Anybody can wake up one day and say, you know what? I don't like my job. I'm going to quit. Guess what? I'm a social media manager. Now I'm a coach now. Now I have Instagram and it's just, you know, what's, you know, what's weird though? The reason I, I can call you out is yeah, because
2: we exactly. met. I'm calling myself out. Drew, I taught myself how to tattoo. I bought a, li- a license from the state of Texas for 2,500 bucks. Like, I'm saying you and me and Brittany and Damon, we're all the same. We're all the same people in different parts. Like, and you can make up anything. And so you're trying to do this with integrity. So I didn't mean you triggered me from a bad place. I meant like I have people that come in the tattoo shop tonight, and they're going to come in fifteen minutes before close, and eight ladies who are drunk off their very cute behinds are going to want infinity symbols or crosses, and we we could make another six hundred dollars in twenty minutes, except that we're going to. Coax them to come sit outside with us, tell them we've locked up for the night. We're gonna bring out 12 bottles of water, and we're just gonna sit there and get to know them. And people go, Why didn't you get that money? Because it's not the right thing to do.
0: I had a couple just to say with somebody, prospective client. She reached out and she's like, Hey, I want to do the this assessment. And everyone said I need to do this assessment. So I I, I want to do this for my organization. I'm like, okay. I do that assessment, but let's back up for a second. Why do you want to do this assessment? And she's like, well, everyone said you need to, I need to do this because this is what I want to do. I said, okay, well, everyone's wrong. You don't have to do, do the assessment. I'm like, there's a cheaper way to do this. And there's actually a better way to do this. And you don't actually have to do it to to do any of this stuff to get this, what you want to get. And I gave her a really simple solution that didn't cost her and that's not going to cost her anything. And she and she was like, oh, thank Really? I'm like, yeah. She's like, well, you know, you don't want to, you know, you're not trying to sell me anything? Like she literally was like, just like, you're not trying to sell me anything. I'm like, it's doing what's best for the client. Cause at the end of the day, the client is a person, right? And you show that empathy for that person for who they are and what their struggles are. Cause yeah, I could get that money, but how am I going to feel about it in the morning? Right.
3: I was actually talking with someone the other day about a situation and, you know, unfortunately there is desperation in sales where people will lie, cheat, commit fraud, even just to, Get a deal when, you know, what is so bad about qualifying and disqualifying? What is so wrong with saying, hey, yeah, we could have collected $600, but that's a transactional sale and we're not thinking about the impact that's having because it's not like they're just going in a shop to, to buy $600 worth of cosmetics or some shit you know, they're, they're putting something on their skin that's going to be there. And like you said, who knows what their situation is and they wake up in the morning, you know, and sure they may not necessarily blame the shop, but are they going to go back? Whereas what if those ladies did want the tattoos and one of them's probably going to remember where they went (laughs) that didn't screw them over, you know, like how much more word of mouth and, and reputation and Establishment, are you building for yourself? And if you only see the six hundred dollars dangling, the the carrot dangling, go for it. But you know, to me, you know, with that accountability and empathy and stuff like in the book and everything, why it's so powerful for business because it allows us to think about the people behind what we're offering rather than simply just, oh, I need to make from this. Otherwise, it's not worth it.
2: Saturday, you're going to see me on Tom's live stream from Twitter getting a catfish tattoo, a V1, because I lost a box break to him. And he actually, he was so nice. He said, Ben, I want to let you out of this. And I said, bro, I have Hello Kitty <laughs> tattooed on me. Like, I, I have NFTs that were like rugged like two years ago tattooed. Like, I'm, I'm okay. I know who I am, Right. But also to your point, Brittany, when the banker's son wants a tattoo and he doesn't want his son to get a tattoo, he sends his son to me now. And that's why the heavily tattooed guy can walk past all the line of bankers and go straight to the president's office and say, hey, sir, I've got another business idea. Would you be interested in hearing it? Because he knows He's met me. We built a relationship to your point. And so I know I love tattoos and I'm going to have bunches of them. But if you or Drew or Damon show up tomorrow, I'm going to be like, hold up. Like we need to talk. You know what I mean? Like this is not a, this is a lifetime commitment we're talking about. And I don't want to hijack this into tattoos, but it's it's really what Gary is saying in the book. When you put these, you start stacking Gratitude on top of accountability, on top of empathy, on top of kindness. And all of a sudden you're going, man, I might end up being a really happy old person instead of one of the, you know, we've all met them. Those 70 year old people that are just like really bitter and angry and hate everything.
0: 50 year old. Or the 40, I was was gonna say 50 year old, 40 year old people.
2: (laughs)
1: There are 25 year
0: olds out there right now who who hate everything.
1: Cranky. Because you know what? By you not doing it, you do it more, not only for them, but for yourself. But they say all money's not good money. Because, like with me, me being this podcast guy, I don't feel bad anymore about telling him that boundary because I've put myself out there in this situation. Like, Hey, this is what I offer. This is what I think you should do for your social media, blah, 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 for your brand. Here we are. He's not doing them. So I can get through the pearly gates. Like, look at this. I did what I was supposed to do. It's like, I did what I was supposed to do. And just like a regular human, they don't, it goes in one ear out the other. So I don't feel bad texting him. Even his approach tonight of texting me at 7.36 is wrong. Like, brother, this is a 9 a.m. conversation. This is not a 7.30 conversation. The money will come. My best clients, I talked this to with Drew. I walk in and present and they're like, what are you doing? You're already hired. Like, when I walk in, they're ready to work. They're like, what are you doing? I said, I got to present. They're like, present what? We see your we see your work. They're like, we watch your page. So the work is going to come. The money is going to come. What's Gary say? I don't have to sell to the unsellable. If you don't want a house, a mortgage, or social media from me, great. Moving on. Because I used to be that guy who will walk in with the laptop and the pop-up and the flash drive with my presentation on it and the PowerPoint. Now I'm like, listen, do you want me? Yes or no. I don't do all that anymore. I don't care if it's a company or individual. I'm like, here's my pages. Here's what I do. It's a 15 minute meeting.
0: And going go back to what you said earlier, Damon, it. it's about the money, right? Like the bad money i don't know if you guys know ken honda right talks about the happy money and like actually really interesting concept right his whole thing is like money is energy right and you can have good energy and you can have bad energy and when you have bad energy around you it, it's gonna it's gonna affect the way you 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 operate you're gonna feel not great about it right and that's absolutely i, I believe that personally I, I i think you know there is bad money there is bad energy out there right if you get money through nefarious or malicious or or, or you know you know, means where you're basically manipulating people into, into buying stuff that they don't need, you know, like Wolf of Wall Street money. Yeah, it's a crap ton of money, but I mean, it's going to come back and bite you in the ass eventually. I, I really believe in karma, right? I mean, I'm, I'm, I was raised Hindu. I kept most of those beliefs. There's some things that I've let go of, which I don't think are actually Hinduism. they're more kind of a, the performance of stuff. But one of the things I definitely believe in is karma, right? And what you put out in the world, you put out kindness, you try to do the best you can for other people and for yourself, right? It, it comes back around to you. Maybe not in the timing you think it will come back at you, right? But eventually.
3: This, I think, reminds me like, with conviction and that quality, because we have to believe in who we are, what we're doing. I would say that chapter probably hit me the most personally, since I have had to figure out my own convictions again. You know, having one way of life and then shifting to pretty much figuring it all out and everything that really helped me kind of tighten things up because, yeah, when we know who we are, you get to that point where it's a lot easier to set boundaries. It's a lot easier to be like, no, it's too late in the evening for us to be talking. You're not my family. Like, I I like you. You're, you're, a good contact and maybe in time there might be more of a relationship or something where it's okay but to assume that and then to cross those boundaries and stuff yeah it it gets a lot easier to just be like this is what i have this is what i'm offering i'm not available during this time I'll, i'll talk to you tomorrow it's a lot easier
2: the book definitely puts all the things together it's almost just like an easier pill to swallow, to your point, Brittany. You know, whenever it seems like conviction was something that for me, and, and you, you seem to be saying from your past too, conviction was tied to something different in a religious sense for us in our experiences. But in this case, the decision and sticking with it, it's just like, oh, so that's just a human thing I can work on. I can start building this foundation and I'm not going to disagree with how Gary, but I, I do remember reading the 12 and going, man, I would have put kindness ahead of this one. And I would have put conviction ahead of that one, you know, and like, and, but, but I do remember that, <laughs> but he had a completely different, you know, experience. I mean, I grew up raising my own food. You know, I we had a three acre garden, man. Like that was my life as a child. Like, some people didn't have that experience.
0: So it makes them go in a different order. I love that. I think that's a good point, Ben, which is that, you know, they're all the human, the kind of human elements. I think whatever order you choose to put them in, this is Gary's order. You know, you have your order. We kind of each have our own order and whatever experiences we've had in our lives, some people are better at some of these than others, right? And back to your muscle building point, right? Some people are, are really good at like five of these or even 11 of these, right? And then, there's those there's those other people who just need to work on 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 many of these and it's it, and to, to both your points, Damon, Damon and, and and Ben about the the readiness, right? You got to be ready to kind of make that make that step and push through, and maybe you do one at a time, right? Really focus on that and add it on as you go. At least that's the way I'm processing things and and figure out like okay, for me, listening to it a couple times because I want to really absorb it and understand it, and then jump in and do the exercises. I think for me, that's 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 where the rubber meets the road for me is like kind of getting these things, doing these things because it's like. That's the fear piece of it, to your point where it's like, I, I'm not, differently from you, I'm not afraid of, 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 of not being able to do it. I'm afraid of not doing it, <laughs> you know what I mean, of not taking that step. And I told, I told Damon this before about my YouTube channel, which was, I had recorded a bunch of videos many, many times before I launched my, actually launched my channel. I just never posted them because I'm always, oh, I, I can't post that one. My voice sounds weird. I can't post that one. I just look weird. That background looks weird. I can't do that. You know, like you make up reasons why it's not going to work.
1: Get exactly
0: exactly no, that, that, like that's what i'm
1: like, Get <laughs> yeah it out. just post
0: it right and just put it out there post it
2: i mean i'm so fascinated like that you in, invited us and then now we're here having this conversation because i'm just going like man I, I would really like to have like five more of these we could do an hour on Brittany's background we could do an hour on damon's switch from school teacher to mortgage you know we could do we could do an hour with Ben on gardening, uh, you know, so, so like, you know, it would just, it's such a fascinating thing. And what's funny that strikes me about some of, sometimes, I don't know if you guys feel this way, but like, I see the big streamers or the big YouTubers or the people that appear popular in the V Friends community. And I'm going to say that again, appear popular. Guys, everybody's has apparently decided I'm a big deal in Be Friends cards. And Brittany, to your point earlier, I get up in the morning and I look at myself and I go, What? You're just a guy. Like you're just a dude. And all of it, and, and people are like, your card collection is amazing. I started six weeks
1: ago. <laughs> People, I'm not... I'm, I mean, i like, I didn't... I'm like, I'm not I even... Like, like, I, I mean, I'm not. It's, but you know what's it's so cool, funny? I guess. The community has changed. I've been around long enough. How can I put this in a nice way? When we had nothing to buy your popularity, my popularity was based on content. Content and... Yeah, content and your Character, I should say. Now, it's like I bought a shit ton of 12 books to get the V2s. You couldn't get the boxes. Before you could just get the boxes willy-nilly, how you can get them now. If you didn't have the book, you weren't getting the box. So now, I've kind of not taken a step back, but now I just look sometimes. Now, for me, maybe it's just me. It is so based on, i say 60% on who has the most cards, who's at... There is... It's weird. And I'm going to sound like an old fuddy-duddy. The originality of what got me here, I don't see a lot in the friends community anymore. Like, the weirdness of us all, when you know when you see a Damon video, like, oh, shit, what is he doing? We were known for that. You shouldn't be a star because you got more cars than everybody. What the fuck is that about? You know what right. I mean? It's like, it's, it's very and, str- and
2: you also. Can I let y'all in on a secret? They the card the card community. I know yeah. this is public <laughs> group. The card the card community has tiers, and they have like the top ten characters in tier one, the next ten in tier two. And the next 10 card top characters in tier three, me and my brother are grading all the cards that aren't in those. Damon, to your point, we have like 500 characters graded that nobody cares about
1: right it is it's so weird but, but like a, i mean like it, because we're having fun uh, it's so weird but that's
3: that's what you're, like that's the yeah, purpose of it, the cards i mean the trading and 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 everything that that's all it part went, of that it but some, it's, it not about, it's not about
1: popularity contest i was so pissed off that people were selling seats to watch you open a box are you fucking kidding me I was like, it's people, I'm spoiled I and mean, blessed. All, I'm not okay gonna, to get some of the cards. It's people who okay, haven't to eaten tonight. And if your first impression of V Friends community is, I'm paying a thousand dollars to see this, to see Ben open a box. What the fuck? Is this what we're going to be known for? We were known for our differences and our commonality with V Friends mantra this whole popular like i told you i got my 10 boxes i don't even feel like opening them on camera because i'm like what what does this got to do with content and being creative and being innovative and being different with your camera phone when did this shit turn into a poppy because it's a who has the most money contest now but
2: but but that's my point, is that I love what, I agree, I'm with you, 100%, I'm with all y'all, but I love what Drew's doing, and I'm just curious, Drew, do you, do you have the same sometimes insecurity that I do, where you put a video out, and like two days later, it has 33 views, and you're like, dang, nobody likes me. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, dude. I I mean, much of what you guys talked about tonight, I I have the same insecurities and and the same thoughts go through my head. I mean, in terms of like what you said about not being kind to yourself, that's absolutely my mental voice a lot of the time, right? People talk about imposter syndrome and stuff like that. I absolutely have that, right? It definitely, it never goes away fully. I've worked on it like crazy, but never fully goes away. It's always this constant struggle, but absolutely. I mean, I put a video up and I, I'll be happy if it gets 30, 33 views in two days, too. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh shit, I got thirty-three views. Oh yeah, that's crazy. You know, but, but it's like, it's one of those things where I, you know these kind of conversations. I I love them because it's like bringing people together, building a community around something that's not just, it's not just physical, right? It's not some physical thing. And I, don't get me wrong, I the card thing for me, it's I, it's fun. It's like I only got the two back there, whatever, right? But like, it's fun. But I think this is where the values are at, right? The value is at. In in these conversations where we can kind of talk through stuff and understand, like, hey, oh shit, Ben has a similar experience to me. Brittany had a similar experience to me, or similar challenges, similar beliefs. Well, how can we come together and talk about these things and say, hey, you know what? We all got different things out of the book, or got them in different ways. But the book, it w- this book, was actually still really impactful for each of us in different ways. And how we digest it is 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 very different because we're different people. But we still enjoyed it in different ways, right?
3: I'm still digesting it since um in first in line. I help moderate there and we've been working on developing the content and engaging and working on rebuilding the community on Facebook. And um we started doing monthly themes and I presented let's use twelve and a half because quite frankly, it's not always easy to come up with crazy themes and stuff. And we don't really want to. We want it to be easy and simple. And most of the people in that community are either getting fresh into business, contemplating entrepreneurship, um, or more experienced, but they're trying to figure out how to expand and how to grow. And so a lot of the content is being developed around business and growth so now each month we don't always use a a quality from the book since as time goes on they want to use other books too especially since gary's coming out with i think the jab 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 left hook but basically you know the community as a whole is working at a, a main theme each month and some of the exercises or scenarios I try to kind of work into some of the posts as well as other people and stuff. And it, I I would say overall, even though it's not like we're getting a gazillion responses to things, um, we know people are enjoying it and growing from it. Um, and I always remember too, like Gary talks a lot about how the fact he doesn't care if it's one person that he's talking to, or a thousand or more doesn't, like, to him, he will come on podcasts that have few viewers. I mean, he followed my fucking Twitter account when I had 30 people. Like, I didn't even ask him to follow me. Like, that's scary. And so through this project, I've been remembered, like, leaning into that a little bit and recognizing he doesn't give a shit if nobody comments on a post. So let's just put it out there and try it and overall i like it because it's helped me work through the book more yeah, no, awesome.
0: <laughs> no i'm saying that, that that's awesome i appreciate it and I, I'm, I'm glad you guys i really appreciate you guys i, can, I haven't told you enough that i appreciate all three of you guys coming on and talking about it and ben to your point i'm happy to do this once and get, get the four of us together and talk as often as you guys want i mean honestly this this is the kind of fun stuff i enjoy doing like i said so
2: well, and I know Josh really enjoys these type of conversations. Damon, the only thing I would say remember about the cards is some of us are still the same people we were. Me and my brother are having so much fun making these videos. We're just literally learning about how to make videos. We end up crying, we're laughing so hard. You know, and me and him have never made content together. You know, so it's like this new thing where I'm seeing I'm seeing this new side of my 38 year old brother and he's freaking out about this graded card that's backwards in the CGC box. And everybody in the comments is like, send it back. Make them give you a refund. And we're like, they graded it backwards. That's awesome. It's
3: going to be on my shelf forever.
0: And now it's a limited edition. It's like a
3: misprint. <laughs> Honestly, I uh, so like my only cards I have um so far. Like Josh gave me sent me a pack or like a, a some of the chorus and then a teacher gave me some, but he actually like he drew on his and I actually want to get this one at least like covered and, and I don't know what to do with it at this point because I'm sleep, I'm sleep. still ready. Like I'm going to the show this sleep, year to yeah. learn.
0: I'm applying what I learned from comics with the cards because it's the same idea. Cdc does comics yeah, too, and I'm I'm cars, a huge yeah. nerd with comics. Like I, I go to Comic Con in Baltimore every year to sell my book, but like it's always this part. I, I always loved love comics and stuff like that. So I, I definitely know Cdc through that. I didn't even yeah, know they I, did cards. See,
1: see, I'm a work in progress. I'm a channel in my inner. Where were you at when I was at the 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 card conference three years ago? It wasn't this buzzer. I was like this.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wrote a novel a couple of years ago. So it's 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 on Amazon. I, I sell it every year in, in a Comic Con in person. I got a table there every year and sell it there.
2: When when are you just gonna keep that from us for your <laughs> private fans? Or that's, what, a, that's for the next, that's for the next episode. episode.
0: No, that's the next episode. No. It's okay. <laughs> that's
2: okay. That's the plug.
0: Hear more about Look, the book. Damon
2: Damon's eyes are groupie, okay. Yeah, Damon's getting, getting tired. tired and, you know, uh, I'm a gonna, grandpa. I'm gonna...
1: You know at 10 o'clock I'm like this. <laughs> It's all. It's a seven o'clock here. So yeah. Oh wow! See, no wonder you're up. Like, yes, it's still bright outside.
0: Where I like, what the hell? But thank you guys so much for coming in, Ben, Damon, Brittany. You guys, I mean, great conversation. Like I said, happy to do it again if whenever we we want to, and uh, we'll do. We'll we'll keep talking either way on Twitter. But thank you guys so much. Hope you enjoyed the conversation, guys. Comment below what's your favorite. Uh, dimension, what's your favorite uh, meant quality of, of, of business owners that, that Gary mentions in 12 and a half. If you've not read it, definitely check it out. It's definitely worth the read or multiple reads as we've talked about already uh, or half a read. Do as much as you can and get through it. So thanks a lot. Thank you guys all. Thank you all so much for listening to the Ikigai Leadership Podcast today. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a five-star review with comments to let me know what you thought. It really helps me keep on delivering valuable and relevant content to you all. And if you want to connect with me directly, please feel free to do so on my socials. That's at Druby on Twitter, at Druby on Instagram, and LinkedIn. It's LinkedIn.com slash in slash Thank you all so much. Take care, stay safe. Talk to you soon.